Welcome to the No Budget RC Podcast. I am your host, Eli. You are listening to episode 41. So we'll start off this one the way we always start them off with what is new in my RC garage. What I have since the last episode is a pair of brass portal covers for my TRX4. They are from a company called Trail Hobbies. They are 93 grams a piece, which works out to roughly three and a quarter ounces each. I only ordered a pair because this is a company I was not familiar with. However, they fit perfectly, and I will probably be ordering another pair to put on the rear portals of the TRX4. The other item I have is I just got an order in from CowRC. Ordered a couple containers of their Utter Butter Grease, and uh, I've never used the Utter Butter Grease. However, it did come highly recommended from a lot of friends that do use it. It's a waterproof grease, which I like for my crawlers because my crawlers do tend to see some water. So, gonna, probably going to be very happy with that purchase. So, the topic for this episode came about because I have a YouTube channel, which is also called No Budget RC. And I've been uploading some videos that are upgrade videos as I upgrade my TRX4. Somebody commented on there about how the channel's called No Budget RC. Some of the upgrades I'm doing, he did not consider to be budget upgrades. Okay, well, first of all, when I started that YouTube channel, I was at a different job making less than half of what I make now. That's kind of what inspired the calling it No Budget RC. I wanted to start a YouTube channel talking about my RC endeavors. And I didn't have a lot of money to spend on upgrades. So that kind of inspired the name. I already had the YouTube channel. So when I started the podcast, I just went with the same name to keep it all the same. And people would recognize that it's I'm the same person from YouTube and on the podcast. That being said, I still don't have a ton of money to put into the hobby. I just kind of pick and choose there's some items i'm willing to go cheap on there's other items where i'm not willing to go cheap so if you listen to the last episode in the what's new in my rc garage the wheels that i went with on the trx4 the aluminum bead locks are chinese knockoffs of vanquish wheels i just couldn't justify paying over a hundred dollars for vanquish wheels I went with the Chinese knockoffs. A lot of people say that Chinese knockoffs are made with a softer aluminum. They complain that you will strip out threads. I have had a set of these wheels before and I had no issue stripping out threads. When you're tightening them down, you don't have to tighten them down like you're a giant monster gorilla. Um, I'm sure they are not Vanquish quality. But it's an area where I'm comfortable cheaping out. That being said... The tires I put on there were Proline Swampers in the Predator compound. There is a Chinese knockoff of the Proline Swampers. There's also a Chinese knockoff of the Proline Hyrax. I ran crawlers with a guy that was running the Hyrax knockoffs. Even though they're a knockoff of the Hyrax, the side of the tire says Super Swamper Rock Tire or something like that. or I believe is what it said. And tires spelled with a Y on them. That's how you can tell the knockoffs. They are a soft rubber. They seem to grip well. 
he was hanging with the rest of us all day long and crawling up over stuff. However, at the end of the day, we noticed that he had chunks of rubber falling off his tires. Therefore, yes, they're cheaper, but they are definitely not a quality product. In the past, I picked up a roller Red Cat Volcano that somebody put a ton of aluminum upgrades on. I picked it up for cheap. I went on Amazon and I bought a cheap brushless system. I put that cheap brushless system in it and it seemed to have a delay from the time you'd hit the throttle. And no, it was not just cogging. I understand that brushless motors cog, but this would do it even if you were rolling and hit the throttle, there was seemed to be a delay. And I even went and bought the program card for it and tried bumping up the punch all the way to see if that would cure it. And the just always seemed to have a little delay in there, like a little glitch from the time you hit the throttle till it actually went. I also bought a cheap brushless speed controller that I had really good luck with. It actually is still being, a friend of mine has it now. I sold him the vehicle that it was in. And he still has it, and it's still working good. So really, it's hit and miss when you go with cheap stuff. The biggest thing I can say is check your reviews. And uh, if you can find reviews on YouTube, that's a great option. Also, you can look it up on Amazon and read the reviews on Amazon. Um, with the Amazon reviews things, I will tell you, even if it kind of has bad marks, read the reviews because I bought an RC body off of Amazon that had horrible reviews. And when I actually went in and read the reviews, the negative reviews it got was because the pictures show the body painted. Well, anybody that's into RC knows when you buy a body, most of the time you're buying a clear body. The description said clear body. But let's be honest, a clear body does not show up very good in a picture. You can see more of the details if they show you a painted one. So people were complaining, leaving one-star reviews because they thought the body was coming painted because the picture showed it painted, even though the description said clear body. So you also kind of got to read those reviews. Just because it has a lower mark on reviews, go ahead and read through them and see why sometimes it will pay off. I used to run cheap servos in everything. I just, back then, was like, a cheap servo does the same thing as an expensive servo. Yeah, it might not have as much power, but, you know, it's still, at the end of the day, it gets the job done. What changed my mind was I purchased an SCX-10 that was used, and it had a Holmes Hobby servo in it. And ever since having that servo, I have not bought a super cheap servo. I think the cheapest servo I've bought since... Running that was probably around a $70 servo. My Techno MT410, the servo that I bought for it, is from a Three Bros RC. I think it's called like a G13. It's a $120 servo, but that servo can run up to 4S, and it's actually powered directly off of the 4S balance port on my battery that I run in my Techno. And that servo is super fast and has a ton of speed, or a ton of power on uh, 4S. So, it's really, on electronics, like, I now don't cheap out on servos. I don't cheap out on motors and ESCs. 
However, when it comes to radios, one of the best radios I've ran, I've had three of them over my five, five plus years that I've been in RC, is the Flysky GT3B. I've had three of those radios. They have all been awesome radios. Um, however, I've sold, sold and traded RCs and the radios have gone with them. I currently don't have any of them, but they were really good radios for me. Now, that being said, a friend of mine bought an almost ready to run and he ordered a cool RC two channel cheap radio. It's the cheapest radio he could find to put in it. He took it out and ran it one time, was telling me how horrible that radio was and that he was completely unhappy with it. I offered to buy it off of him, and he told me, nope, it's too late. It's already in the trash. He literally, when he got home, pulled that receiver out and threw that radio and receiver in the trash can. I don't know if he got just got a bad one or if they are really, the quality is just that bad on them. I don't know. Never ran one myself. But I have ran three of the Flysky GT3Bs, and they are a good radio for the price. There's a ton of settings. They can run 10 RCs off of one radio, and those run like 35 to 40 bucks. The radio I currently run is the Spectrum um, DX5C. That is an awesome radio. I really love that radio. However, that's a hundred plus dollar radio. I got mine in trade. But if I didn't have it, and I was in the market for a radio, I would probably buy another GT3B from Flysky. You know, it's a cheaper radio, and it does everything I need it to do. Um, another area that I don't like to cheap out on is LiPo batteries. I've bought some cheap LiPo batteries, and they don't seem to last they seem to puff really easy uh, i don't buy the most expensive lipo batteries i kind of go middle of the road and i read reviews um i've bought some lipo batteries that i wouldn't consider to be cheap uh what i bought was some uh smc lipos and i had horrible luck with them that is a lipo that had a lot of positive reviews. Um, I have I had bad luck with them. It's really, and I've been seeing more people. I don't know if maybe they started off better, and quality went downhill because I've been seeing more people that are having issues with them as well. But when I purchased them, I, most of the reviews I saw were great. Um. So, it's just really kind of picking and choosing where you can go cheap and where you need to spend the money. Like I said, you know, when it comes to servos, ESCs, and motors, I uh, spend extra and, you know, go with the old uh, adage, buy once, cry once. Um, radios, I did find a cheap option I liked. And a lot of the other stuff, you can kind of, you know, you just got to read your reviews. I bought a cheap set of metal drive shafts for an SCX-10 I had. 
they were worse than the stock plastic drive shafts. The stock plastic drive shafts, I never had any issue with. The uh, metal ones I bought, the, the cheap metal upgrade that I bought, they were a universal type. And where the pin went through the universals, the ears had spread apart and that pin would pop out. I was super unhappy with those. Even though they were, I went from plastic to metal, it definitely was not an upgrade. So, like I said, just you, you've got to check your reviews. Um, if you have buddies that are into RC, find out what they're running and if they like it or not. And uh, sometimes you, you just got to be the uh, willing to take the chance or whatever. Like with the uh, portal covers I talked about, what's new in my RC garage... I didn't know anything about Trill RC. The reason I went with these ones is I was ordering off eBay. I did not want to go with something from China that could take a month to get here. So I was looking to see what was available in the States. I came across these Trill RC ones. They were shipping out of California. I could have them in three days, it said. And they were 93 grams which was on the heavier side of what was available for portal covers. And they were 30 bucks. So when I went with the weight per cost, they were about the best value. I couldn't find any reviews on them. So I was willing to be the guinea pig or test dummy and, you know, spend the 30 bucks and give them a try. And in this, this case, they worked out really well. Like I said in the, uh, What's new in my RC garage thing? I'll probably be ordering another pair to put on the rear portals. Because the, in this case, I rolled the dice and I won. Sometimes you roll the dice and you lose. You know, it's just all about reviews and seeing what other people like and what they don't like. And uh, kind of, you know, weigh your options. Sometimes you just got to spend more money. Sometimes you can go with the cheaper option. So now I'm just kind of rambling, guys. So I'm going to end this episode here. Um, if you want, please feel free to go ahead and check out my YouTube channel. Again, that's No Budget RC on YouTube. And until next time, keep it shiny side up, and I'll talk to you later.